All right, hey, what's up, everybody? This is Nick Reese, your COO and co-founder of Age and Elite. And today, we're actually going to be on episode four of our series of lead management. And today, we have the myth, the man, and the legend, Mr. Uh, Josh Pono with Keller Williams Realty. Welcome, Josh. How are you? Very, very good. Thanks for having me, Nick. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm really excited about having you in here today. Um, you know, just kind of a little back history uh, based on uh, you and I and, and our relationship. So I've right. known I've known you for a long time now. And uh, Josh and I go back uh, in our earlier days, and I, I won't say the company we worked for, but uh, we, we used to uh, actually train uh, professionals on, on how to prospect, how to sell uh, real estate websites, marketing, and all that good stuff, right? Yeah, I was just thinking in my head. I'm like, I think it's a 12 years or 11 years now, somewhere it's been a while. There. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's been a it's been a good run. And and um, what I'm most excited about is is having you in here. And and for several reasons. One, you you've you're you're kind of so you're a unique individual, right? Um, and and That's unique, one way to describe unique it. in a good way. Yeah. Because um, you know, Josh, you, you started your career, you know, selling websites, marketing to the real estate agents, and you know, I think sometimes agents get really uh, confused or frustrated because they say, hey, you know, it's always easy what you're telling me to do, but it's always hard to kind of put that stuff into action. And what's great about you is is you've made that transition from out of selling websites, teaching agents how to market to actually implementing those uh, strategic strategies into your own uh, business, getting into real estate. And from you not really being from San Diego, right? Yeah. And then coming down here, kind of starting your career, getting settled in, to picking up, moving across country, yeah. to moving across country, yeah. to saying, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take a risk, I'm going to get into real estate, and I'm going to do everything that I've been telling agents to do, and, and I'm going to kind of put my money where my mouth is, to move back across country yeah. right, with maybe not as big of a sphere of influence as most agents have, especially you know, growing up in a community and, you know, yeah. and San Diego's a tough spot, right? Yeah. I mean, we're, our average listing, what's the average listing price here in San Diego? Uh, average listing price in San Diego right now is in the low sevens. It's fluctuating and it's changing because of, uh, we're getting this interesting demand. So we've seen things jump because of these low interest rates, yeah. but, uh, there's something like 21,000 real estate agents in San Diego. And, um, it's a, <laughs> it's a fun market. That's crazy. So it's, it, it, so let's just kind of hone in on that because one of the reasons why you're here, right, is um, you you're a beast when it, especially when it comes to cold calling, when it comes to prospecting, when it comes to uh, breaking down the barriers of that initial cold call to um, uh, build this credibility and rapport in a very very short period of time, right, to get you from point A to point B. And so today's topic um, of this series is on lead management is uh, outbound. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I think a lot of agents are just really afraid of. It's, you know, if we go back 15 years, yeah. right? Uh, outbound, uh, marketing within the yellow pages, you know, cold calling through expired listings, FISBOs, that was, that was the primary focus, right? Back then. Yeah. And then as as the internet, as technology progressed, then then our focus kind of shifted over to more of this, what's the easiest way to get leads, right? right. And um, we've seen a, a really shift in just the overall market. And while the technology is great, it's it's not the end all be all tool anymore. No. It's more of it's more or less a stepping stone, you know, and 
And so one thing I'm really excited about is your ability uh, to uh, focus on uh, canceled and expired listings. So let's, let's talk, you know, and this is really a lot of things, again, agents, you know, have a hard time with because uh, again, it's, it's a rejection thing, right? Everybody's afraid of failure or rejection. And if we're putting ourselves out there, especially from, from a prospecting standpoint, we're, we're increasing the amount of rejection that we get 10 times versus, you know, holding a community event or, you know, going to certain like, you know, um, you know, mixers or garage sale event and just trying to get involved within the community. Yeah. So let's talk just a little bit about that and uh, maybe your passion behind that and, and why the transition from, you know, when you got into real estate, um, how has that become uh, uh, an essential to, to your business? And yeah. um, let's dig, let's dig a little bit more into that. Yeah. So uh, thanks for the compliments. I appreciate that. And it's always yeah. humbling to hear you say that. Um, I think that coming from that side, uh, one, I was naive a little bit about how easy the transition would be. Um, I had had a lot of success um, from the metric standpoint and been in a couple of really great companies. And so I saw what others were doing and and was a little bit naive and said, that'll be easy for me. Um, And then coming in, there's a whole gamut of different things that are to go into the recipe, so to speak, right? Like it's not just the cold calling. You can cold call extremely well and efficiently, but unless you have some of the other skills, it doesn't really matter. And um, I think when when talking about uh, what's the skill that's most important is just that mindset of we're going to get it done and going out and not fearing the rejection. And it's and it's not an either or type of thing. It's a both and. So it's outbound prospecting. Cancel and expires is a pillar of my business. And it's something that I'm uh, Monday through Saturday that I'm doing. Uh, I need I need a Sunday off from from the cold calling. But Monday through Saturday, I'm reaching out to cancel and expires. And I'm calling old expires, I'm calling fresh expires, and it's something that I've committed in my business that I'm mastering this and never uh, never is good enough, so to speak. I'm always working on how do I get better, what else can I do, how can I follow up, and it can be challenging, but it's just like anything else. Like Once you know the rules of the game and once you understand what the goal is and once you understand, okay, this is how high of a gauge the rejection is and this is the gamut of it and it's not going to go higher it's not going to go lower you know what the successes feel like and you can focus on that you really get into a good rhythm and uh it really is a a great experience and you get some great relationships with clients Um, and i love it i love helping people where they've had one two three failed experiences and they're really frustrated and they're really upset and they've heard a lot of promises and they might not trust you and you make some statements of, well, this is how we do it. And this is what the experience is going to be like. And then you accomplish the goal. And then there's that element of, well, you said that you did that and there's nobody else that I'll go to anymore. Mm. So, um, the skill sets that I learned that were most valuable when coming from the website marketing standpoint wasn't how to generate the lead. It was how to deal with rejection okay. and how to be positive in the face of adversity. So um, for people listening, you can imagine what it's like to cold call real estate agents and sell marketing. 
as an agent, I get a lot of calls and I have a different appreciation for them because I've been in their shoes yeah. and I know how tough it is. Yeah. Um, and it's always kind of humorous when I get somebody that's been in the business 90 days and they start talking and I'm just like, I really appreciate, I already know where you're going. <laughs> like I know where you're going seven, eight, nine steps down the road. Yeah. Trust me when I say that I wish you nothing but the best <laughs> and I encourage you to stay positive, keep going. But I get it from an agent standpoint, you get a lot of marketing calls and a lot of times agents are getting called at the worst time. They just got off the phone and something's on fire. An escrow that was just about to close. Now somebody isn't signing a document. It's out of your control and you're losing 10 grand. Mm. And then somebody calls talking about, guess what? I've got the latest and greatest technology. And it's like, not now, dude. And um, so when I deal with cancel and expires, yeah. it's not it, – it's – it's it takes resilience. Well, let me let me just take a step back real quick because yeah. I want you to dig it a little bit more into that. Okay. But but let's talk about canceled and, and, and expire. It's the, there's a reason why the listing has been canceled, and there's a reason <laughs> why the listing is is expired. Yeah. And, and that's because I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Yeah. W- w- the agent didn't do their job, right? They either overpriced it to the point to where it turned people off, right? Yeah. Um, or they didn't do what they needed to do from a marketing standpoint to, to really get it out there. And, yep. and so, and I would say, w- let's just take a step back again. Let, let's look at an expired listing. Yep. Why does a listing get expired? So I love, and it sounded harsh the way you said that. Let's face it, the agent didn't do his job. Correct. But you and I are really highly accountable, right? Yep. And there's a lot of times where uh, I hear clients and they say, well, you know, it was my fault because I wanted to price it really high. The agent didn't do anything wrong. And from an accountability standpoint, and, and for those of here out there hearing like, well, that's pretty harsh because sometimes clients are really difficult, right? Yeah. But whose job is it to educate the client? Yeah. Because our job is to protect our clients and get them a great experience and get them the absolute most amount of money with the least amount of stress in the appropriate timeline. So if I have a client that says, I wanna list it here, and I want my stress level to be here, well, that's my job to say, let's look at the information of what's going on in the market. Let's look at why that's going to give you uh, a lot of frustration and a lot of um, agitation in this process. And that's my responsibility. Because if I choose in that moment, this is what happens a lot of times, you got a really strong client that's like, we're doing this here, we're doing that there. If you do not to choo- choose to win that battle and win that educational moment, right? Not right. like, I know what I'm doing, you're wrong, but relying on the data, that's your fault. And usually, all of the reasons why a listing doesn't expire, if you're accountable, always comes back to the agent. Correct. Pricing. Well, you know what? The house isn't in the, good, in the perfect condition. Well, okay. Before I list the property, I tell you what's going to cause a problem. And what needs to be done. And what needs to be done. And if you tell me you don't have the money for it, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But the solution to I don't have the money to get this price is to reduce the price. Yeah. Because in San Diego, we have a very healthy market. It's uh-huh. been very active. If it's price right, meaning factoring in condition, yeah. location, then it's going to sell. Yeah. And so... The fact of the matter is, is most of the time, now, sometimes it's not the agent's fault. For example, let's say you sell the property, you do everything right, you get the right price, and then you find out that the HOA is going through litigation, and you didn't find it. 
Could the agent have gone through that? Yeah, but sometimes you don't see that until the CCNRs come out and stuff. Yeah. So, so there yeah. are these one-off situations. Yeah. But more often than not, even that is, why didn't we do the due diligence before I it went to escrow? I think sometimes, too, agents are so quick because, oh, I get a listing. Oh, I just want to take it. Yeah. Well, this is what Zestimate says. Yeah. And, and you know, they, they don't come in. They're too afraid to just, you know, say, listen, you know, I'm the expert when it comes to getting things done. And you're going to have to have to trust me. Yeah. Right. And at, at the end of the day, there's nothing more frustrating than just being soft. Right. Going yeah. through the motions, dealing with everything that you had to deal with for 30, 60, 90 days yeah. and not getting the deal done. It's like you spent more time and money, yeah. you know, trying to just conform to, to what this individual wanted because they were so emotionally attached. Yeah. I mean, it's your job to give the facts. It's your job to, you know, set the standard and be bold and don't be afraid. I mean, I would rather say, listen, here's what the market's doing. Yeah. Right. Here's what homes are going for. And here's what your home is, is this, this is where we need to price it to get it done. Now, yeah. If you're not willing to to get this done, then I'm not the right agent for you. You know, because yeah. I'll get you'll get them. You're the one that's getting them on the back end. Yeah, right. You know, the the interesting thing about that is there there's a line that is very powerful when you get to that point where you're educating, you're educating, you're educating, and you sometimes you do have people that just they won't do that, and sometimes you have to understand that. Uh, bold statements get bold results, right? Yeah, so yeah. you know, one of the statements I've used is, hey. Honestly, sometimes it's better to be your third agent or it's better to be your second agent Yeah, and be willing to walk that line of saying, I'm not going to move forward. And it's interesting how you're, you're I get nervous in that moment, right? Like you're telling somebody like, hey, guess what? I'm going to walk away if we can't come to terms on that. And sometimes it's it's a time saver because the biggest waste of time is getting a demanding client that bullies you into doing what they want because now the expectation has been set that if they hammer you, you're just going to cave. So then when you go to talk to them in 30 days and go, well, see, I told you, we got to drop the price, hammer time. And and every single step of the process, and I've done it. I'm not, I'm not saying that I haven't made that choice, but now more than ever with the market shifting now with us being at this top, Two years ago, we get away with it, right? Yeah. Client says, I want to list it $20,000 in the one that just sold two doors down, model match, no problem. Okay. <laughs> 14 days later, because the market was on this tear, you can sell it. Yeah. Now that's not the case. Yeah. Now the market is showing indications that sooner or later we're going to come down, yeah. and the buyers are being much more picky um, in regards to the whole escrow process. So now more than ever, I've had to really – walk that line of I don't take a, a canceled listing at the same price previously yeah. unless they're doing major repairs. I mean unless they're doing major work. Right? Like if it didn't sell, we need to reduce the price or we need to improve the property condition because you can't change the location. Yeah. You need to improve the property condition to get it up here. And and you should have been getting feedback in regards to buyers agents coming through. So you have a clear indication too what things that, you know, maybe you should be doing in order to kind of appeal to the buyers that are out there in this particular time. But I want to I want to kind of say this because we teach we teach reps this, we teach just in sales, right? You yeah. can't be afraid to lose a deal you don't have. Yeah, you don't have it. Yeah. And well, I don't want to lose it. Yeah. Lose what? You don't have like it's not like you had the listing contract. Exactly. You know, so being able to just, you know, know your value and yeah. know what it what it takes to get the job done would equate in less expired listings on the market. Yeah. Right? 
But we have what we have is too many agents coming in and just taking things and just allowing the the the, the homeowners to dictate how they're going to do their job. But I know we're kind of getting a little off topic, so let's kind of hone it back in because yeah. one of the things that you've uh, really done over the past year, right, is focus on the areas that 90% of agents are too afraid to even touch. And that's yeah. expired listings, cancels, and, and outbound sales, cold calling. Yeah. Well, when I, f- well, so um, when I came and I made the transition, I moved cross country and I came into San Diego, I started then with the cancel and expireds. Okay. And so I'll, for the last three years, I've been working them. Okay. But you're absolutely right. Like we were talking about earlier, the last year, I've really even doubled and tripled down. Mm. Um, and the reason is that and you're, you're, you're not just doing it yourself. Like you're, you're paying prospectors now, right? You have a couple people that are actually so, prospecting for you. Or are you training other agents within your team? Right. So on our team, we have a couple different other agents and our team will pro, uh, we've, we've had seven years of selling at least over a hundred homes per year. Wow. And this year will ellipse that mark again. Um, we have a few agents on our team, but we've made a, a conscious effort this year moving forward because of, of my experience to where now we're making it a very strong pillar. When the market shifts, one of the amazing things about canceling expires, the first thing that happens when a market shifts is listings stop selling. Yeah. So the first indication is every day I see how many properties come off the market every single day. So I have this nice little temperature check of where are the numbers at? Where are the listings expiring at? Where are we seeing the inventory come off the market? Mm-hmm. And so I am I am training a couple agents on the team right now of how to um, handle the objections. There's a formula for every statement. There's not there's not more than like seven or eight statements that you get on every single cold call, and it's one of those seven or eight. And we're now implementing that with a couple agents, and they're seeing success of just following that formula. Yeah, and it's we teach it here: power, yeah, pace, pace. Assumption. Assumption, right? Yeah, PPA. Yeah. So um, it, it's it's definitely interesting. Let, let's get into um, – let's get – I would like to dig a little bit more into into that. It yeah. is, what, what's your what's what's your guys' approach, yeah. right, uh, to that initial uh, canceled or expired listings? And, and for those of you guys, too, I'll, I'll, we'll share a link later. And I, I know you said, hey, don't, don't really promote this, but you've started a Facebook group yeah. that uh, I thought was – pretty interesting because yeah. it, it focuses on scripts. Yeah. It focuses on, you know, uh, building and developing agents, uh, strong mindset, right? And yeah. their overall confidence into how they approach everything. And with anything, no matter whether it's canceled or expired listings, everything is script-based. I mean, Everything's that's a how conversation. you get better, right? Yeah. You build, Knowing what to say, when to say it. Yeah. When you build a home, you, the first thing you build is what? The foundation. Yeah. Right? And then as, you, as that foundation starts to set in, then you start to put up your walls and you kind of build off of that foundation. Yeah. And so what's interesting is your foundation too is, and what you're teaching agents that are coming in is the foundation is not only being confident in who you are, yeah. but it's being confident in, in these certain aspects of business. So funny story real quick. So I'm, I'm sitting down doing some prospecting and about the Facebook group. Uh, I'm sitting down. I get this phone call from I don't know who. And he calls me and he says, hey, I'm calling because I know you've uh, sold X amount of homes and I'm reaching out to you. And my name is Stephen Hurd. And I'm like, I'm like in it. Right. And I'm 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 not even thinking. And so I I say, hey, look, man, I really appreciate your call, you know, but I got to go. And he flawlessly executes 
what, what I call a cushion value question. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm answering another question and I'm like still working, still working, still working. And I fire off another objection of like a dude, I got to go. And then again, he flawlessly executes another cushion value question, opening up the conversation. And I'm talking and I'm like talking again. And then all of a sudden I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. I've told this guy kick rocks three times and I'm actively engaged with him. And I was like, dude, you're really good at this. Like, you're not just, you know, like you're good. And you know, we've seen a lot of great salespeople. And I said, dude, are you cold calling me right now? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm building relationships with agents. And that's how I got started with the Facebook mm-hmm. group because him and I started talking. And Stephen Hurd is, uh, he's the one who created the group. Okay. And then him and I click so well. Okay. I've never met anybody and you know I, I, I'm 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 proud of, of how hard I've worked to develop the skills. Yes. I'm not I've never met anybody that was a fundamentally sound like tactician. As good as me. As yeah, good as you. Just, yeah. And second best is Stephen Hurd. <laughs> yeah. Um and so uh Stephen asked me to help him with this and do a project with him and, and Stephen is um He's phenomenal at Success Systems, and which is another Facebook group that he runs. Okay. But uh, that's exactly what our focus is, is teaching the agents the conversations. And, and it's not about leads. It's not about this or that. It's specifically about, hey, five tips to get an open house more successful or convert more open house leads. Um, and so that's the background and the story on that one. It's, but it's, 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 it's a fun it, group. It's funny that you, you say that because, you know, we've been doing this so long yeah. that – it's really hard for someone to, you know, to pull some shit past us, right? Yeah. And and there's nobody that likes to be sold, yeah. right? I mean, especially us, right? Yeah. It, you really have to be good yeah. in order to even intrigue our interest. So the fact that he just kind of slides right oh, in. Oh, man, it was smooth. Subliminately just yeah. starts getting you engaged yeah. without you really knowing what's going on until three or four, you know, questions deep. You're like, what the hell is happening yeah. right now? Like, yeah. and who is this guy? And... Wow, we became okay. we became good friends yeah, really quickly, awesome. and so um, when he asked me to help with the project, I was like, because I, I recognized that you know we we did this when we were when we were working with agents selling them websites and marketing. We yeah. recognized that one of the biggest missing pieces wasn't the leads, wasn't the technology. It was how we were approaching the leads. Yeah, and that's also been one of the biggest things that's helped me is that I came into this transition mm-hmm. three years ago knowing that it's about converting calls into conversations which leads to appointments which leads to contracts which, which leads to sales yeah. and if you just focus and master that all the other stuff and there's a lot of other stuff to get good at yeah but if you focus and master that you can build a business in any market no matter how competitive it is maybe manhattan's off that list yeah. right like because there's a whole different beast in the yeah. element there yeah, but yeah, yeah. for the most part you can build any different type of business, any type of business in any type of market. Yeah. So let's, uh, real quick, let, let, let me ask you this. So <clears throat> obviously Monday through Saturday yeah. prospecting, right? But is there one, is there, are, are you finding like, is there better times like to get a hold of these individuals in regards to, you know, canceled listings, expired listings? Yeah. And Without you, a doubt. you have to take, um, uh, uh, you have to take a, a, a different, a slightly different approach because they're already on edge. They're probably already frustrated. You know, they they just went through this emotional roller coaster of trying to get their home sold, but not getting their home sold. Who do I trust? And, and and let me just take a step back just a little further because, listen, just because your friend's a real estate agent, you know, you don't do business with your friends, right? 
look, I get it. We all want to save a buck. We want to help. But if you're going to, you know, be list, list with someone that you know is going to get the job done. And I think this is where if we were to actually go back and look at every expired listing and do a percentage based on, well, did you just list with your sister? Did you just list with a friend of yours? It's common. Yeah. It's common. And that's, you know, you talked about earlier about the agent's fault setting expectations. It's really hard mm-hmm. to tell your friend that your home isn't worth anywhere near yeah. what you want. Yeah. And and so there is this element where what happens is the like the reason why you're a great real estate agent is because you you stay cool in emotion like filled situations. Okay. And you need to be logical of hey, that's great like cuz it can be stressful and it's really tough not to get emotional when you're emotionally connected to your friend's outcome. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when your friend is saying, "Man, I can't sell it for 570." Because then I can't do X, Y, and Z. And I told you know Cynthia that that was going to be this. As a friend, you're like, you feel that pain and you want to get it for them. And you're like, maybe there's this 1% chance I can pull it off. Yeah. And so you kind of go that route, right? Where when you're a professional that isn't your friend, I mean, they say it all the time. Don't, miss, don't mix friends and business. Yeah. And it's not because they were bored and they just thought that sounded cool. Because more often than not, it doesn't work out. And in Cancel and Expires, it's pretty prevalent. Well, good. Um, well, Josh, I appreciate you taking the time to come down. Um, you know, if you guys are interested more in regards to maybe the approach uh, that Josh takes in regards to how he's approaching canceled and expired listings, then I would highly encourage you to go like his Facebook page. We'll go ahead and put the link below. Um, so that way they can join your group. Um, I would love to see that that group flourish because I can't tell you how many agents you know, need something without the expectation of just being sold. And that's exactly our primary focus here at Agent Elite is not necessarily to sell them something, but it's to educate agents, right, yeah. on where to spend their money, how to market, you know, um, how, how, to, how to set up their time management in order to start, you know, seeing the fruits of their labor. It, you know, I say this time and time and again, everybody wants to, to reap the rewards of this plentiful harvest, right? But no one wants to actually go through and plant the seeds. And real estate isn't about just, you know, harvesting a crop, but it's all about the other dirty aspect to be able to get there. And, and it, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time management and it takes a lot of consistency. And at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's a true statement. You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Yep. Right. So you have to be able to put yourself out there and you have to be OK with getting the no with with not seeing that forward momentum, because at the end of the day, it's it's not about what happens today, but it's what what's going to happen over the next three, six, nine and 12 months. And that's what you're working for. Right. Yeah. You know, when you're approaching cancel and expired, you have to come at them with uh, one. I think sometimes agents go. Well, it, it was the homeowner, right? Like they were just difficult or there's a reason why the property's bad or it's it's horrible condition. You're never going to be successful if that's, you know, it's like when people say, well, for, for sale by owners hate agents and they think they know everything and I don't want to work with know-it-alls, you're already dead in the water. Yeah. So from a mindset's perspective, it's I'm seeking to understand where the missing link was. Like I'm a doctor, you're in my office, you're in pain, where can I find mm-hmm. what went wrong? And I'm here to help and be confident that I know that you're getting 15 phone calls right now. And I don't really care because I'm the only one that matters. And you're not saying that, but that's the mentality of, you know, and I I say all the time with these people, like, I know you've gotten 15 phone calls. If they're driving, I say something along the lines like, you might even have a realtor hanging from your tailpipe right now. You might have a real estate agent in your bush. That's not me. I specialize in this. I help people. 
I'm just curious what's going on with the sale. Mm. And you'd be surprised if you acknowledge the elephant in the room, yep. you make them laugh, right? Yep. Like, hey, listen, I'm one of the agents that's not in your bushes right now. Yeah. And then you just sit and wait. And sometimes they will laugh. And once they laugh, it's like, just I'm just here to help, man. What's going on? It's just it's breaking down those barriers. Breaking down right? the barriers. Um, and, and no matter what in sales, it's always that initial call is always about breaking down the barrier. And if you can break down the barrier, yep. then you're just giving yourself an opportunity. Yep. And with anything that in business, all we're looking for is just an opportunity. You can say yes, you can say no. But at the end of the day, all I want is an opportunity to show you what I can do and how we can how we can bandage up all the wounds that the last agent uncovered yep. and never fixed. Yep. So uh, that wraps up our series, guys. We appreciate it. Josh, thank you so much for coming out. Really look forward uh, to having you in here again. And uh, you guys, if there's anything else that we can do to accommodate you or if you have any questions or comments or concerns, um, you can always reach us at support at agentelite.com. And make sure you check out our actual website, www.agentelite.com. That wraps up our series. We'll see you guys next week.